0: I welcome you to the I believe in Jesus broadcast my my God is good isn't he We're so glad to be able to be back on the air with you. We just have been praying for you around the world, all of our Christian brothers and sisters out there, and also, of course, all of those that don't know Jesus as their Savior, those that are lost and have no hope of an eternity in heaven with Jesus. We are commissioned as the children of Christ, as the children of the one and true, only living God, Jesus Christ. Christ to pray for the world that oh we remember Jesus saying don't we that he desires that none should perish. Amen. He wants everybody to be born again, accept him and understand truth and accept him as the savior of the world. So we open this broadcast today, excited in the Lord to be back on the air, speaking that holy name of Jesus. We just want to open it with a word of prayer. Lord, I just ask the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit to come and rest upon me. Oh God, as you begin to speak your word into the Nations, Lord God, oh, what an honor to be able to just mention the name of Jesus over the broadcast to all those that are listening. Lord, I pray that, Lord, that this word of encouragement that you have given me to your people, Lord God, will inspire them and strengthen them. For Lord Jesus, we all know that you are soon going to come back for the bride of Christ. We know and are looking towards that eastern Sky, believing Jesus that we are going to be raptured, taken up, caught up into the air to meet you, Lord. Oh, God, and we thank you, Lord, that you're preparing the great and mighty army of the Lord on the face of the earth. We are looking forward to it, God, coming home with you, but we're also looking forward to day by day walking in the presence of our God. We give you praise, we give you honor, and we give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. And the church said, amen. I want to speak to you about the story of Gideon today. You know, Gideon's story should encourage us. Because this man was bound by fear, and the word of the Lord set him free. Amen? The word of the Lord came to Gideon in Judges chapter 6 and told him by the mouth of an angel carrying the message of God that Gideon was a great and mighty warrior in God's eyes and through God's strength. Now as we all probably know that story We know that when the word of the Lord came to Gideon, he was facing this great, tremendous, evil army led by the Midianites and their people, 32,000 soldiers in that enemy's army against Israel at that time. And this army had been coming against the Israelites, stealing, killing and destroying their crops and their their uh, camels and their their cattle and their sheep and leaving the Israelites without much of nothing to eat. They impoverished Israel, it says in Judges chapter 6, greatly impoverished them. And fear came upon the Israelites. And fear will always come upon us, children of God, when we're striving to walk in faith. Fear is the enemy, glory of God, to our faith. And our faith is precious to our Lord. And he wants us to understand the enemy that tries to paralyze us in faith. And in chapter 6, the angel of the Lord appeared unto Gideon and said, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor, you mighty warrior, in other words. And Gideon said unto the angel, "Oh, my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befallen us? And where be all his miracles, which our fathers told us of, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord hath forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have not I sent thee? And he said unto him, O my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said unto him, Surely I will be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. And he said unto him, If now I have found grace in thy sight, then show me a sign that thou talkest with me. Depart not from here, I pray thee, until I come unto thee, and bring forth my present and set it before thee. And he said, I will tarry until thou come. Now Gideon was a very afraid of the task that the Lord had commissioned him to perform. And Gideon was bound by fear because he had been watching the evil army steal, kill, and destroy for seven years, so he can have compassion on Gideon. Let us be just and fair. If we have been going through a long trial, for instance, like the Israelites were then, and we have seen the wrath. Ravishing and the and the destruction of oh of the enemy just steal and kill through sickness or finances or whatever way the viciousness of the enemy has been against us we also will be challenged oh with the spirit of fear that will come to steal our faith because see the enemy knows that only faith in Christ pleases God and only through faith praying with faith can stop the powers of darkness from being able to steal killing and destroy we cannot go in the enemy's camp with unbelief we cannot go in the enemy's camp with fear we have to stand and we have to gird our loins with truth church and we have to raise the shield of faith and we have to speak those things that are not as though they were we have to prophesy proclaim and declare the word of God in the face of the enemy And Gideon perceived that this was an angel of the Lord, amen, that said, For because I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face, and the Lord said unto Gideon, Peace be unto you. Fear not, you shall not die. So Gideon built an altar there unto the Lord and called it Jehovah Shalom Until this day. It is yet there. And Gideon now felt faith rising back up in him. He had heard the word of the Lord that the Lord was with him and that he was to have peace and he was not to have fear. See, you can't have the peace of God and the confidence in God when you're afraid of the enemy. So God assured him, you will not die, you'll win. You'll be able to conquer through my power and my strength, these Midianites. So in Judges chapter 7, the Lord tells Gideon, don't take that 120,000 men you have against the 32,000. Hallelujah. He says, don't do it. Don't take them. Excuse me, I said it wrong. Don't take your 32,000 men against 135,000 of the enemy. But he says, take 300 men. My goodness. Now, this just challenges Gideon again. I'm sure Gideon now, after hearing that instruction, was tempted to be afraid again. He was probably saying, Lord, what are you doing? You're telling me not to take 32,000? You're telling me only to take 300 against 135,000? The odds just grew worse. The odds. Why did God do that? Why did he put Gideon in an even harder place? He had just told him he was going to be able to overtake these Midianites. Now he just made the natural circumstance even harder. For that that Gideon was looking very clearly uh, again at an even greater impossibility. There was no way 300 men in the natural realm could conquer 135,000. He knew he didn't have much chance taking 32,000. You see, there even if he had taken the 32,000, they still had 135,000. But Gideon stood. And God put it this way so that the Lord could take out the final grain of fear from Gideon's heart and cause him to be able to see the God never lied. God was going to cause only 300 men to be able to conquer 135,000. What's he telling us, church? He's telling us, don't be afraid of the world system today. Don't be afraid of the Muslim armies that are terrorizing the world. Keep your eye on God. Keep your eye on the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit that lives in the body of Christ. We are not defeated. The one in us is greater than the one in the world. Be strong, be of good courage, and do not fear the enemy. Amen. The enemy's mouth is roaring, you know. He's like a roaring lion. And he's trying to deceive all that he can deceive. But remember the promise of the Lord, church. He said, if it were possible... In the end time, even the elect would be deceived. Well, he said, if it were possible, it's not going to be possible. Those that keep their eyes on Jesus and are diligent seekers of Jesus will not be deceived in the end time. We're going to stand. We're going to do great exploits through Christ. We're not going to allow the enemy to bind us up and control us with fear. So Gideon rose up. He raised up and he took those 300 men and he went into the Midianite camp when they were sound asleep. Hallelujah. That's what the Lord told him to do. Go in there. He said, prepare for battle. So Gideon, in spite of his fear, faced his fear, and prepared for battle, and he went out in the name of the Lord. He let God be God, the all-powerful one. Are you doing that? Am I doing that? My goodness. We know that faith will be challenged, and we know as the body of Christ that Satan wants to paralyze our faith. He wants to siege our faith because he knows we can't please God without it. Gideon went out as the servant of the Lord. Gideon arrived just as a man was telling a friend his dream. He overheard, Gideon overheard a a dream that was given and he listened and it gave him strength. God gave that dream and this man said, I had a dream and he said, there was a round loaf of barley that came tumbling into the Midianite camp. It struck the tent with such force that the tent overturned and collapsed. And his friend responded and said, This can be nothing other than the sword of Gideon. God has given the Midianites and the whole camp into his hands. So when Gideon heard that dream and its interpretation, he fell and he worshipped God. You see, God will always come on the scene when he knows fear. Fear is trying to stop his army, the army of the Lord from moving forward to conquer the enemy. Even though the enemy outnumbers us on the face of the earth, we are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ um, who loved us. We are the ones that have the initial power on the face of the earth. It's not about numbers it's about the Holy Spirit and, and that's why in the Bible it says it's not by might it's not by power of man but it's by my spirit saith the Lord so the spirit of the Lord had already gone before Gideon was with Gideon and these 300 men that refused to doubt God and in Judges seven fifteen, he Gideon returned to the camp of Israel and called out get up The Lord has given the Midianite camp into our hands. A word of faith. He says, come on. Now, God's faith has great courage and boldness. Amen. In other words, he was saying, I'm no longer uh, controlled by this fear because fear has torment. Amen. Gideon was saying, get up. God said we're going to overtake it. I dare to believe God. Amen. So you out there, whatever circumstance you're in, repent of your fear, turn to God, ask for grace, ask for God's power to come and rest upon you. And remember, glory to God, that God said over 300 times in the word of God, be not afraid. Amen. So Even though you're in a circumstance where your, your knees are trembling, your hands are trembling, remember Gideon. Gideon not only leads the charge against the remaining Midianites in the Lord's strength, he boldly stands up to criticism, relentlessly pursues his enemy. Along the way, he and the 300 men keep up the pursuit despite physical exhaustion. After Gideon asked the men in the town of Sukkoth for sustenance to continue his quest, they laughed at his potential success, and they refused To help him. Now a lot of times that's the way it is. People around us laugh at us. Because we're believing in the impossible. But we have to even if they won't stand with us. Even if they won't give us provision. We turn back to God. And God is going to make a way. And God is going to do it without any provision from man. Amen. Oh glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Gideon was going to have success, amen. Why did God allow him to be mocked? Why did he allow him to the people not to help him? Because God was about to show him that he was all-powerful, and he didn't need the arm of flesh from, of other people to win this battle. And there's no searching God's understanding, amen. Hallelujah. God's going to test our faith. And Gideon desired to believe God. Amen. Gideon makes that same request for supplies at a second town called Penel. And receives the same refusal. Again God was showing him. You don't need that. I'm your strength. I'm your provision. Amen. So he began to resume his pursuit of the Midianite kings. And Gideon and his men routed the entire remaining army of 15,000. They captured their cruel kings. Gideon continues living out his personal transformation from a man of fear to a man of faith. And he completes the task that God had called him to accomplish. And he delivered Israel from the destructive domination of the Midianites. God once again showed that he is the conqueror of fear. Amen. That he can conquer the enemy. Glory to God. We in the New Testament know. That the Bible tells us that Jesus has triumphed over all of the enemy. And then we have to walk it out. Amen. We can say we can believe it. We say we believe it. But then we're challenged by circumstances that would try and bind us up. We have to make our stand continually. We have to recognize that God will continue to test our faith and show us that we need to rise up in the face of fear. And we need to speak faith. Amen. And. Faith, glory to God, conquers the world. The faith in Jesus Christ, He is the conqueror. Amen. And we are more than conquerors through Christ because He's already conquered all darkness. How easy we have it; we just don't realize it. Judges eight and twenty-three says this: "I will not rule over you; the Lord will rule over you." Amen. Gideon moves from the testing of God to the triumph with God, from a fear-based fleece to a faith-based Foundation. Hallelujah. Amen. You only put a fleece out before the Lord when you're afraid to believe him. Amen. When you're not sure that you've not you've heard the word of the Lord. Oh, but he wants us in triumphant faith. Gideon kept asking God for supernatural signs, affirming that God would do what he clearly and repeatedly said he would do. Ultimately, though, Gideon moves from weakness to strength, from doubt to faith, from wavering faith to victorious faith and he does so by trusting in the one true God and taking action based on that trust for it is God who gives Gideon victories in defeating both his foes and his fears because of Gideon's successes in saving his people from perishing in conquering enemy kings and in gaining victory over vast armies his people ask him to rule over them and Gideon answered this I Will not rule over you, the Lord will rule over you. That's a wise man, amen. God's call on Gideon's life is clear, he is to go in the Lord's strength and save Israel out of the Midianites' hands. How about church in this day and age, as we are provoked to think through this story, the challenge to the church of Jesus Christ is to go forth and conquer. The armies of the enemy that are against us in this day and age. If the church of Jesus Christ does not get back to the altar and pray through. We will be constantly overtaken by the powers of darkness. What it God is saying to us and reminding us of today is the story of Gideon. This man was afraid of the enemy's army. Are you afraid of the enemy's army? You see it on TV all the time in this nation. The armies uh, of these ungodly nations marching, threatening to kill us, threatening this, threatening that. That's the spirit that terrorizes, tries to terrorize God's people. We must rise up. And speak the word of the Lord as we are doing today and saying no to fear and yes to faith of the God of the impossible that God Jesus Christ who has created all things has triumphed over all darkness for us the people of God. We are on the winning side in number wise we might be and I'm sure we are the minority on the face of the earth but that does not make us weak. God has never said he needed the majority of numbers. And that's what he brings clear to us again and again and again in the story of Gideon. What about the story of Noah? Noah stood up, spoke the truth. He only he told all the people around him, all the multitudes. He told that God was getting ready to destroy the world to go get in the ark. We are speaking truth to the nations. Go to God he is the ark repent of your sins give your life to Jesus Christ because that's the win inside. Jesus is about to come back we don't want any to perish we want all to accept Jesus Christ as their personal savior and church of Jesus Christ you cannot be afraid those that are born again if you're wrapped up in fear you need to repent of that fear you need to get in the word of God and you need to pray through through until you know that every fear in your heart and in your mind has been destroyed, pulled down by truth. Jesus said out of his own mouth, the truth will set you free. And I challenge you today to repent of your fear. Ask God, we need to all ask God to take out every seed of fear that's been rooted in our mind and just put our trust in God and remembering that what he said to Gideon, he says to us, I will be with you I will not leave you I will not forsake you and you will conquer the enemy and only will you conquer the enemy through my strength we are too dependent on the arm of flesh we are too dependent on our reasoning power so church I say to you in closing, go back. The Lord is saying through me, go back to the altar. Offer yourself as a holy and living sacrifice in the spirit. Give your whole heart to God. Repent of your sins and stay at the altar until you know you've prayed through. Until you know it's not going to be any more of you. But when you leave that altar, it's going to be Christ who lives in you and through you. And through Jesus Christ, we are more than a conqueror. God bless you in the name of Jesus. God bless you in the name of Jesus. We are praying for you. And the army of the Lord is going to rise up. Remember the end of the book. We come back for the battle of Armageddon. And Jesus again shows that he is Lord. One day every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess. We shall see the multitudes. From the beginning of Adam. To the last person that's born. Bow their knee. And confess that Jesus Christ. Is the Lord. The only one in true and living God. And don't you doubt it for a minute. Because the word of God says it will be. We will see every knee bow. And every tongue confess. That Jesus is Lord. Why not do it now. God bless you. Until next week.